Well, hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us on today's special session. I'm super excited to be interviewing Chris Johnstone from Connection um, Incorporated on how he grew and scaled his multiple seven-figure digital marketing agency in his niche. Um, so Chris, thanks so much for joining us. If you don't mind, just do a kind of a quick introduction on who you are and who you serve. Yeah, for sure. So, hey, everybody, my name is Chris Johnstone, and we run a digital marketing agency in the mortgage niche. So we help mortgage lenders grow their businesses, book more appointments and uh, generate more deals. Amazing. Amazing. So walk us through real quick. You're, you've got you've got a great agency. You're working with mortgage companies. You're multiple seven figures now. Walk us through kind of how you got started in this in this business. So um, I got started in the mortgage niche specifically because my dad is a mortgage broker. So way back when, 14 or 15 years ago, I got into the mortgage business with him. And, uh, and that led to, I was 23 at the time, didn't even shave yet. And so it, I mean, I don't know what I did as a kid to deserve this, but he put me on the rate sheets and donuts circuit uh, when I was just getting started. And so what that means in the mortgage industry is that I was in my car three days a week, driving around to real estate offices, handing out boxes of donuts and coffee and rate sheets along with them to try and get real estate agents to send us their mortgage clients. You can probably guess how well that worked out. Um, so that led me to online research and I've always been a nerd at heart um, and a reasonably technical person. Uh, as I came up through school and all that sort of stuff, I've just always loved computers. And I was at that kind of, you know, tipping point when digital marketing just happened. So that was roughly when Google ads really started to take off. And we discovered how to run local advertisements on Google to generate real estate leads, changed my career forever. So long story short, we started in our little town of Guelph, Ontario, Canada, mm. uh, generating real estate leads. Our first month when we turned our lead generation systems on, we generated about, it was between 300 and 350 leads in our first month. And all of a sudden it was like, internet marketing is going to change the world. I'm full bore on digital marketing. So our deal was we would generate the leads we would give them to a local real estate agent exclusively, give them a discount on the leads, but they would have to work with us in our mortgage company if we were going to provide the leads to them. Okay. Those ended up being beautiful relationships sure. and our mortgage volumes increased significantly. Our real estate agents' businesses increased significantly. Everybody got to win and we started getting noticed by other people in our mortgage company that were interested in what we were doing. Like, hey, how did this kid come in? And all of a sudden, here he is a year later doing these types of volumes. And so we started sharing and just telling other mortgage people in our network what we were doing. And that led to me dri driving or flying around the country. They would do little lunch and learns. I would sell my digital marketing services. They would get a real estate relationship. And that was originally how we got started in digital marketing and how I made the transition from just being in the mortgage business to running a digital marketing agency full time. So good. So it was more like it was a, a lead generator for you, for your, for your business directly. Like it was like, Hey, let's, let's give some leads to these real estate agents. And when we do, they're going to give us the mortgage business and you were able to tap into that reciprocity. And that's kind of what blossomed in, into the, the agency. How did you make the transition to, actually doing direct you know agency services as opposed to just including it as part of the, your, your relationship yeah so that came from just having to figure out how to serve more people so we would get people in the mortgage industry that would contact my dad and basically say hey, what are you guys doing and he would say hey there's this thing called the internet we're running ads on it and this was back before people had websites for their businesses. And like, that was a sell like, Hey, you need a website for your business. And so they would see the volume and the results first. Then they would come to us and ask, Hey, how are you doing this? And we would tell them and we would, you know, hop on back then it was go to meeting and we would show them the screenshots of our Google ad accounts and just be like, Hey, we're generating these leads for $4 a piece. We're selling them for $15 a piece, but the real estate agent gets a discount on the leads 
and we get the mortgage business. We'll come down to your area. We're going to charge $15 a lead and a little monthly retainer. But because you set the relationship up and we'll only work exclusively with that real estate agent through you, you get the mortgage business. So we recruited almost like our own little sales force where the mortgage people were going out and introducing us to the real estate agents all across North America. So good. So more, like really working that strategic alliance angle as opposed to didn't cold call and do like all of the, the other things that most agencies do to try and build up over time. Um, bring us to the current state. Like what, what's the business looking like today? How many clients, approximate revenue? Yes. Okay. So, um, so our business right now, we're serving roughly 600 monthly customers in a range of, so we've got, um, we've got training programs where we teach people how to hire appointment setters in their businesses. And then we're also doing standard digital marketing services with ads on Google and YouTube. We've uh, recently pulled back from Facebook and Instagram ads, specifically in the mortgage industry. And there's some reasons why specifically in the mortgage industry, we've backed off, um, but we're not doing any direct to consumer lead gen on Facebook and Instagram. So it's mainly SEO, getting them ranked on the local front page of Google, Google ads, and then our services where we actually book appointments and, uh, and generate appointments for them from all of the, the other parts of their businesses. Love it. And so I guess talk to me a little bit about the standard services. I think that's probably what you've been doing over the last who knows however many years. What does that program look like? And then I'd like to talk a little bit about the appointment booking side of the equation. Yeah, absolutely. So the, well, so let me go back just for a moment because our services have been built over time really out of service to our customers and really trying to find the thing that's working best for them mm. and producing the best results that we possibly can for our customers, which are people in the mortgage industry. Yep. And so to go back to the original story of how we got started, we ended up getting Google slapped. So we had gone out and set up over a hundred different systems across North America where we were running the Google ads we were providing the leads to the clients and everybody was super happy. Everything was working great. Then the Google slap happened back 2007, 2008-ish. And so I woke up one morning to an email from Google. We were generating you know, tens of thousands of leads a month. And I woke up one morning with zero leads in the inbox and just an email from Google that said, Dear Mr. Johnstone, we're no longer going to be running your ads on the network. And we were basically out of business overnight. Ah, painful. Yes. Painful. And a very valuable lesson. Never have just one source of traffic or one specific product that you're, that you're building your agency around. Always have those extras. One in comments, um, if this has been your experience at some point in your, <laughs> in your business, right? We've all experienced some level of failure. Chris's, it seems like it was probably a little bit more pronounced because you had so much success and it was like, it was all smacked out from underneath you from one day to the next. Um, Talk to us about how you recovered from that. Yes. So what we realized is Google was going local at that point, but we had already understood the power of what true quality digital marketing could do for a business. So we looked at what's the end goal. We want to generate a mortgage consumer for a mortgage company. That's what we're really trying to do. So we figured out how to do local SEO. And at that point, Google went local with their search engine and within a month to a month and a half of me and all of the other people that were basically doing AdWords arbitrage at that point, after we all got cleaned out of the marketplace, they launched the seven pack, which was the first map placement on the front page of Google. And we said, well, we already know that the consumers are online. We're trying to generate the mortgage customers. Let's just go direct to the mortgage customers and get our clients ranked on the front page of Google. So that was how we shifted from a lead generation company to as an SEO company where we'll get you ranked on the front page of Google. So we went back to all of our previous customers and said, hey, that thing that didn't work, this is the new thing. Let's move forward with this and move forward with just the mortgage industry and just that particular product. So what ended up happening from that is we started generating a whole bunch of leads and a whole bunch of phone calls for our clients. And then we just started looking for more traffic. 
So then we tapped into Google ads to generate mortgage leads. Then Facebook and Instagram came along and we had a great run for a couple of years generating leads on Facebook and Instagram until the quality started to go through what we're experiencing now. But that created a problem for our clients. We were generating lots of leads, but they were already successful mortgage companies that didn't have time to call the leads. They didn't have time to follow up on the online leads. So we were generating all the leads and the feedback was, yeah, I see all the leads, but I'm not converting very many of them. And that was because the follow-up wasn't there. So what we did was we started putting CRM systems in place. So we had, we originally started with just like email autoresponders through Keep, which was Infusionsoft, and just started to go through that process of, okay, let's automate the follow-up and actually generate the appointment. And so we've obviously evolved through that and we offer that as a service now. We have a software package that we offer out and it comes preloaded with all the campaign templates through Go High Level. We started with their base system and then built our system on top of it. So now it's literally a plug and play mortgage in a box system for any of the lead gen that they can possibly think of. But then what we realized is people would respond back and they'd say, hey, I'm interested in an appointment and our clients still wouldn't get back to the customers. So we said, all right, the next logical step for us is to call these people, book the appointment, and then actually have a pre-vetted appointment that shows up in their calendar because that's something that they're used to. They know how to get on the phone and close the mortgage application. So we started a call center and now the call center works the CRM for the client, calls all of the leads for the client and actually books the appointment. So now we're doing all of our digital marketing services. We're providing the software package as an additional product that they can tack on or purchase as part of the program and our concierge service, which will actually work all of the leads and book all of the appointments. So that's our product suite and how we got there. So, so good. Can you talk a little bit about the, the price point for, for that package kind of as it sits? Yes. So if they come in and they want us to do everything for them, and when I say full service, what we'll do is we'll go into their business and we'll help them organize their database of past clients. Cause that's a huge pain point. You probably have that for your agency clients. They, they have past customers, but they don't have an organized database of their past customers. They're just all over the place. So we'll go in and help them organize that database. So they actually have it in, in, in the software with names, phone numbers, email addresses. It's organized. It's being updated automatically from wherever they're getting their deal flow and all that. Then we also help them with professional recruiting. So loan officers are always trying to set up meetings with real estate professionals. So we help them get a list of qualified real estate professionals, load that into the software, get it all organized and start sending out the messages to them. And then we have our concierge where we customize a script for their business and then customize the follow-up campaigns to all the leads that we're generating for them. And then we launch everything all together. So we're working their database, we're working their referral partners, and we're working all of the new inbound leads that are coming in in the business as well. For that package, we charge a setup fee of $7,500, and then the monthly is $1,500 a month, and that includes a concierge agent that makes up to 200 phone calls a month for them, and the management of all the digital marketing services. So, so good. So, that I mean, a ton, a ton of value there, and what I really like what you're doing that's, that's different, you know, most internet marketing agencies, digital marketing agencies, they want to just do the Facebook ads or the website or the SEO, you recognized there's a, as much, if not more value in helping them work their existing database to get repeat referral, you know, reloan applications and the referral channel, right? Kind of really helping them think about your, who's your ideal strategic partner and let us help tee up appointments for you on that front. Like, where do you feel like the most result for your client comes from and where are they perceiving the most value just curious from the client's perspective in terms of what you bring to the table. Yeah, absolutely. So database marketing is number one. Absolutely. Interesting. Simply because it's in most businesses, if they're business to consumer, as far as even in the plumber niche or any of those other niches, somebody who's already written you a check, already happy with your services, 
that is arguably the best advertising that you can possibly have out there is somebody that's referring your business because a referral is the easiest deal to close. There's less price uh, resistance, all of those wonderful things. And the problem that we're really solving is that they all know that they should be doing it, but none of them will actually take the time to pick up the phone and do it. So they're relying on a corporate marketing message to go out, which is an email that doesn't really have any type of relationship building built into it. So when we make the calls to the past customer database, we generate business right away. We generate more ongoing referrals. And there's that added benefit where in our scripts, what we're doing is we say, hey, look, it looks like on your file, you had a phenomenal five-star experience, but we haven't seen that show up on our Google business page yet. Would you be willing to take just a couple of moments if I text you the link to our Google page and leave us a five-star review on Google? And so as we're working the database, because in the mortgage industry, we're not selling running shoes. Like we can't convince somebody to buy the product that we have. They have to be in the market for a mortgage and we just have to be there at the right time. But if we get a five-star review, that then drives more consumer direct business from the Google profile. So when we're calling, we're generating business right away, which obviously is phenomenal for the client. We're generating referrals because they're, they know, no, oh, hey, you want my referrals, I'll send more people in. And then we're getting the ratings and reviews that go out on the Google profile as well. So that, then the professional networking, then the leads that we're converting from online marketing, those are kind of like the three levels of results that we generate. So, so good. I think one of the things you did that a lot of agencies want to do, but struggle with is this, this journey from we're generating leads to we're going to put something like keep in place infusion soft at the time to send follow-up emails to like, Hey, wouldn't it be great if we could put this onto a pipeline and leverage automation and, you know, follow up on these leads via chat and phone. I think a lot of agencies get stuck at, that piece it's like they, they get the idea but actually getting it over the hump where you've got the system built in in your your platform and then it's actually working and being leveraged by the clients would love to hear any insights you have on how, like how did you get it built out um and actually working and then how did you get the clients to actually use it and kind of manage it on the back end would love any insights on that front for sure so i went through a pretty I guess, dramatic change in the way that we ran our business, I would say a couple of years ago, because when I was coming up, like my background originally was construction. Then I started working with, with my dad and then that started the lead generation agency. So I've never had any formal business training. I've never had any formal um, education on how businesses work and stuff like that. So when you're in that original mode of the agency, it really is kind of like survival mode. It's like, okay, I have to go out and sell things this month so that I can pay the little staff that I have. If you have staff at this point, and then you're just trying to get to that little bit of extra that's left over at the end of the month. And we've been so blessed and so fortunate. And, and my wife and I have worked incredibly hard to build the business that we have now that we've, we've built a cushion right? And that cushion allows you the ability to step back and reflect a little bit more on the business. And I came to the realization that selling things through digital marketing funnels is great, but having a relationship with your customers is even better and it's far more profitable. And when I can have a client that texts me and I'm looking forward to the conversation and it's a good thing, it totally changes everything. And so that product suite of how to build that out, my recommendation now, like the, how I did it was I got up at 5.30 in the morning before my kids got up and my goal was to write an email a day. And I just didn't stop getting out of bed until I had the sequence built. Wow. That said, I launched that sequence out and I missed a lot of things. And had I been working with somebody that was actually in the trenches in the business today, it would have been a much better product coming out of the gate than it was because I created it in a vacuum by myself. Mm. And what I discovered was I went through my database and I have customers of mine that I consider true friends, like as much as I would, you know, the guys that I grew up with and that sort of thing. They're the people that I would technically prefer to, you know, have dinner 
with their family and my family and that sort of thing. And so what I did was I just started calling them. And I said, hey, man, I need 15, 20 minutes of your time. Technically, my concierge would call them. I need 15, 20 minutes of your time. Could you please sit down with me for a quick brainstorming session? I promise to bring you as much value in the conversation as it's going to bring for me. Would you give me 15 minutes of your time? And I went out to the people that were the most successful people that I knew that I had done business with in the past. And I pitched them the idea as far as if I was to do this in your business, do you think it would work? What would you see as an opportunity? And the ones that were like, wait, you'll call my past customer database and organize it. And you'll call all my realtors every week. And you'll call my pre-approved and lookings. And you'll get my Google reviews for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. Right. Well then, if we understand that this isn't going to be perfect out of the gate, will you help me build this and customize it for you? I'm going to take this and use it as a product, but you're going to get the system and I'm going to build it for you. Why don't we work together? I think I'm going to charge about $7,500 for this thing when it's done. Why don't you pay me $2,500? We'll work together. Does that sound fair? And that's, and that's how we've built the executive, um, which is the program where we help mortgage companies hire their own executive concierge um, in their business. So we're technically competing against our own product, but we're doing it because it provides a better result for our end consumer. Yeah, so I just want to pause there. I want to say, like, don't miss the brilliance of this, this process, right? Chris thought, I think it would be helpful if I built this for, for our clients. And you have this big database of clients that you've been working with over the years. Instead of just rolling it out and being like, hey, let's hope this works, you reached out to your top clients, you checked in with them, you, you like validated that they were interested and be willing to pay for this, and you got them to help you build it in the way that they wanted it and in the way that they would actually leverage it. Um, one in the comments, guys, if, that, if that's clear, that resonates, that's the way to do it. Um, technically speaking, there's lots of technical know-how that goes into copying and pasting and setting the automations up, and it sounds like you've got campaigns for when they request an app you know, or they go through the application process on the website or on an ad um, and then following up after the application and then reaching out and having sequences for the realtors. There's lots of technical plugins. Is that you literally inside the system doing that? Did you have a tech team that helped with that? I'm just curious um, how you how you kind of plowed through that part of it. Yeah. So that's a great question. And um, in the beginning phases, when it was me and an executive assistant and, and just a little bit of help, it was me in there. I was the one running the software. I was the one putting everything together. Today, um, we have, uh, so I have an executive assistant that helps me with all of that work. So the way my process and my workflow is I work off Google Docs and I put together all of the copy and so I'll have all of the text and everything written there. Another quick tip, I, I have trouble um, typing because I can't type as fast as I can think. And so I'll lose my train of thought. So normally what I'll do is I'll open up a document and I'll just turn on the transcribe feature and I'll transcribe onto a document, then go back and clean it up. And then I'll shoot a Loom video for our team and say, Here's the document, here's the messages that I want, and here's the spacing and the timing of how I want this thing to work, and then they go and they build it. Um, there are plenty of subcontractors. You don't need somebody full-time in your business in order to make this happen. You can go on Upwork. Um, there's lots of great Facebook communities out there that have people that work with the software that you want to work with, where you can pay somebody part-time on a project basis in order to get this stuff built for you. So don't let you know, feeling like you need a full-time staff member to make this stuff happen. You don't need that. Got it. So I think what you're saying is you took the time to learn the system enough and you got your hands dirty with it. And it sounds like building a new program that you're going to roll out to your entire client base as the owner, as the visionary, as the CEO, it was beneficial to know how it works so that you could eventually instruct the team. Now, look, I know that we could set up trigger for this. I know that we could set an automation for that. I know we could set up a tag and a pipeline move based on that. And like, it's one thing to just say, hey, I have an idea and hand it off. But if you don't know how it works, you wouldn't be able to execute at the level that you did. Would you agree with that sentiment? A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, we're all about ask who, not how, but at the same time, you do need to have some technical chops on like kind of how this stuff works. Um, 
And I, I think it's interesting you said, like, you don't have to have a full-time person. You can find contractors that understand these systems that have gone deep with automation that can shortcut the process. Did you hire someone full-time or did you just hire like a service? I'm just curious. Yeah. So we hired somebody full-time. So we're, uh, so currently in the agency right now, we've got 22 full-time staff members. Um, and so I'm, I'm very fortunate enough that we've got many experts on the team that can do those automations because they're building the automations out for clients. And, and so they're really well-versed on, on the software, but certainly that's not how we, we started. Got it. No, that makes a ton of sense. And, and Dan, Dan writes with us, says, this is great. Thank you. I think a lot of people are struggling with bridging that gap between the idea and the actual using of the campaign system. Uh, the other place we've found in our agency and a lot of the agencies in seven figure agency wind up getting stuck is that they'll build it. They'll hand it off to the client and say, Hey, look, we've got this system here. Um, but it's reliant on the client to move things in the pipeline, um, to follow up on the leads. How have you worked with that? Or did you find putting the concierge was the only way to enforce the actual usage of the system? I'm just curious. So we've attempted to solve that problem many different ways. And the first was group coaching. So we, we had many people that were using the software and we said, okay, let's put them all into a Facebook group and let's do uh, weekly coaching calls to get everybody on these calls. But what I discovered with that is it definitely helped and that was worth doing. And I would recommend doing that for your clients to build the community because we generate referrals from it. There's lots of great things, but it's an 80, 20 thing. 80% of the people are not attending those trainings. They're not plugging into the information and they're the ones that have arguably the largest pain point on it because they're so busy. They don't even have time to show up to the training on how to, how to use the software. Right. And there's two ways to solve problems. You have time and you have money. So we just offered the shortcut through money. Like if you don't want to show up on these calls and use your time in order to build this thing yourself, pay us a little bit of money and we're going to provide you with the staff member that will do it all for you. So um, to speak a little bit about that, that's how we came up with the idea of the concierge. You're not going to make the phone calls. You're not going to follow up on the leads. Pay us. We'll do it for you. So we started hiring our own concierge staffed out our own call center and started offering that as a product and service. But on my side of things, the economics of the profit of the agency are how we price our products. So we have a minimum profit margin that we have to have on that staff member that we employ, and they can only make so many phone calls in a day. So we had to split down, okay, an executive concierge should make anywhere between 100 and 150 calls a day. And 150 calls a day, you can't do it every day. It's like running a car at a red line all the time. You just can't do it. So there's that mix. Well, based on the pricing, we would go to our clients and we would say it's $500 a month for 200 phone calls. So if you have 600 leads that we're generating for you in a month, that's $1,500 a month for your concierge agent. So what I realized is that most of the top producers and most of the clients that really have the money to spend and that want to spend it with us, they had enough leads that they could employ a full-time concierge in their business. And that person, instead of making 200 calls a month for them for that $500, I could teach them our systems and our job ads and how to hire that concierge. And they would immediately go to making 200 phone calls in two days. So the results that they're able to get from that concierge agent were better than 10 times. And therefore satisfaction goes up that much more and that sort of thing. So we have the, Hey, if you're just like, you need this problem solved right away, you can hire our concierge to do it but we recommend that you hire your own concierge. We're just going to teach them and train them. And now we run a daily training call where they can send their concierge and the person who runs my call center trains their concierge, gets them on script, helps them with objections, does role plays, make sure they're filling out their daily scorecard. So they're hiring the employee and they get the asset, but we're managing it for them and then giving them all the campaigns that the concierge needs to make the calls. So we give them the call scripts, the follow-up campaigns, all that good stuff. So good. So it's kind of the evolution of this has been generate leads for clients, 
Clients need to convert more of those leads and be more proactive working their channels. Develop a system that will automate that, maximize that for them. Recognize that, well, they're not using it, so let's do group coaching with everybody. Make sure they understand the importance and how to use it. Then realize, well, even with the group coaching, the most the A players, the most successful ones won't plug in in this way. So let's put a person behind it. Put the person behind it. It worked great. But then you hit a bottleneck where it's like we can't hire enough people and have enough profitability to make this work. And so the, the current iteration is we've got all the systems and processes. We've got the training. Let us place and train a concierge to manage this process within your business. Now you've got unlimited scalability and a much higher profit profit service that's good for you and good for the client that's it everybody wins so good love it love it so in terms of your internal team right because i think for most most of the agencies watching that that's probably the next step is to actually get the system fully fleshed out and then put a a team behind the scenes to follow up on the leads and to kind of manage that because that's the first step you can't really place people in their company if you haven't done it on your own on their behalf um, and you're not getting them to actually use the system. Um, how did you? How did you come about that? Like, are you are you hiring U.S. based VAs, international? Um, and you know, can you just talk a little bit about that? Because I think there's some question marks in a lot of people's minds on that particular front. Hundred percent. So we only hire North American based um, concierge agents. So they're either located in Canada or in the U.S. And we post job ads on Indeed, Facebook. LinkedIn. And then if we need an extra little boost, we'll use, um, uh, there's uh, WiseHire and ZipRecruiter. Okay. Um, and those are paid agencies that'll blast your job ad over all of them. And then we've got um, an email that goes out to everybody that applies that makes them jump through a bunch of hoops so that we only interview the people that have actually read the job description, sent back a Loom video with an introduction and a, and a voice clip and that sort of thing. So there's a process that we take them all through. But if I could share one thing, Josh, that I think would be super helpful for the agencies here Please. is the way that I got started was I hired my own executive concierge in my agency and it changed everything for our, our direct lead generation and the results that we were generating for Connection Incorporated for our business. So we're very much digital marketing based. So we run ads online, Facebook, Instagram, Google, YouTube. We drive people to offers where they opt in for an offer. One is a free report. So we've got a domain out there. It's called mortgagemarketingsecrets.com. So mortgagemarketingsecrets.com. We give away a PDF on how to fill your mortgage business with clients from the front page of Google. It costs us anywhere between like $14 to $18 to generate a lead on that specific page. They go into a follow-up sequence with emails, text messages, ringless voicemails. We provide value for 14 days, uh, all with, hey, book a one-on-one -on -one call, book a one-on-one -on -one call, book a one-on-one -on -one call with every email that we send out, right? Then we drop them into a campaign sequence that invites them to a webinar to learn about the same topic and we're driving webinar registrants. Now we'll also run ads that go direct to a webinar, but those are our basic funnels. Like we're taking leads every day, generate leads. If there's one tip that you should take away from your digital marketing agency, every single day you should be generating leads. And whether you're following Josh's system of making the phone calls and making those connections, that works hands down. We have people in our company that follow Josh's system. It works incredible. The other thing that we're doing is we're running online ads and every day we've got lead flow because it builds the list. Here's one of the secrets to the whole digital marketing thing. The majority of the customers that come in and buy our high ticket services have been on our email list for longer than four months. The, you know, the internet marketing industry wants us to think that we can run an ad today, get a lead and close that person. But there's, there's buying cycles, there's budgets that go into it. There's just affinity. People have to kind of like know you, like you, trust you before they're willing to pull the trigger on things. And you have to build that relationship by having them in your database and continuing to send them content, send them your podcast, send them your webinars, send them your free reports, build that rapport. So we were doing all of that and doing it very well. Then I hired my executive concierge. 
and this is kind of a funny story. I hope we have time for this. This is awesome. Hey, give me a one in the comments, guys, if you're getting value, because yeah, this is great. Please dive into it. So as being an entrepreneur, I have these great ideas, right? <laughs> They're not all so great. <laughs> but I had this idea of going on to Google and saying, okay, we've got these mortgage businesses that are ranked in the top three. So let's just open up the other map placements and look at people that are in positions four through positions 20, take the ones that actually have ratings and reviews, and let's call them because they're the perfect person for us to rank on the front page of Google. They've got reviews. We know when we get them ranked, they're going to get phone calls. They're going to win. We're going to win. This is great. And it's fast for us to rank them because they're almost already there, right? So I hired uh, a staff member, Franca, and I said, Franca, here's what I want you to do. I took all this time. It took me like a week to put together the system. So like, here's your script. And I had to write out and document a step-by-step -step process of like, go to Google, do this search for this location, pull up the map, get these people. Took me forever to build this system to put this person into it, right? Then she does a Loom video. So she goes onto Google, does a Loom video for that specific person. Like, hey, Bob, the mortgage lender, I'm here on the front page of Google. You're in position number five. You've got these great reviews. We're going to get you onto the three pack so that you can actually generate phone calls. Give us callbacks. So we were doing customized videos for each of the leads. And she was able to punch out about six of those videos a day. We then dropped them into a follow-up sequence and sent out these customized videos, but it was just emails and just the videos that were going out to them. So she, I paid her for uh, six weeks in order to run just that system. We sent out a hundred of those outreaches. Do you know how many appointments we got? One, One. out of a hundred. That's a lot of work. One out of a hundred. So she came back to me and said, Dear Mr. Johnstone, I really appreciate the employment here, but I'm not going to do this anymore. I've done a hundred of them. This isn't working. And I said, Franca, thank you for bringing this to my attention. You're absolutely correct. What do you think we should do? And she said, well, I'm on the Slack channel and I'm seeing like anywhere from 15 to 25 new leads coming in every day that are getting this free report. Inbound, they're raising their hand, right? Yeah, inbound leads. Um, can I just call them? And I said, yeah. Absolutely. Let's do that. And now Franca books anywhere from five to 12 appointments a day, just working our warm lead list of new leads that are coming in, leads that have already come in. Every time we run a webinar, that webinar list gets a phone call. We have got two scripts. You showed up or you didn't show up. The people that didn't show up, we're trying to get them on the recording or, Hey, you don't have enough time to show up to a webinar you obviously don't have time to call your past clients. Why don't we get you on a 20 minute discovery call and we can map out how to help you grow your busy business. And we just take them directly to a consult if they didn't actually show up to the webinar. If they did, again, direct to the consultation. Um, one of the things that's been very successful in us growing our business in the mortgage industry is paying for paid webinar placements. Mm. This might be a little bit of an advanced strategy for somebody who's uh, getting new or who's new and just getting started. But whatever niche you have selected using Josh's incredible process on how to choose your niche, if you haven't gone through that training, go through that training. It's I stumbled through it. And had I had that 10 years ago, it would have saved me years of time and effort. Pick your niche. Then go to the associations that have all of the people in your niche, reach out to the advertising department and ask if you can host a specialized webinar just for their membership on XYZ topic. Um, we've even got them where they don't host a webinar series and they will host a one-off webinar for us. We'll invest anywhere between $4,000 and $10,000 to run a one-time webinar but they, you write, I write the promotional content for them. They'll offer to do it for you. It's my belief that you should write that email content to get as many registrants as possible, but they send it out to their list. You're endorsed through the association as a speaker, which brings you to the presentation with authority and authority in the niche. So you can put that all over your social media. It builds your brand. You can put it on your website. You become known as an authority in that space. 
and we'll normally bring in anywhere from 250 to 500 attendees, depending on the topic of webinar registrants that we didn't have, leads that we didn't have that are then our leads to work after. So we host the webinar, we make sales directly from the webinar, but then our concierge calls the webinar list and we make more sales after the webinar on the follow-up from our concierge booking one-on-one -on -one sales calls than we will on the actual webinar event itself. So good. So many nuggets here, guys. Just a couple minutes ago, I asked for, for some ones and you could see Dan Reich's giving us a one. Uh, lots of ones. I can't show them all, but tremendous, tremendous. I love the, the, the example and the story of sending out hundreds of these unsolicited messages, unsolicited videos, hours and hours of energy, shifting that focus to let's follow up with the inbound lead flow that we already have and just like opening up massive opportunity. Um, and you, you showed us, like you actually shared the mortgage marketing secrets funnel where people are like, see, are they seeing that on Facebook and then requesting that report and, and then like kind of getting the follow-up, getting invited to the webinars and ultimately either scheduling in and, and becoming clients or not. Um, and then combining that with going to the association and like putting together a joint webinar and paying for it. Right. Um, in, in your niche, is that something they had out of the box? Like, Hey, yeah, for 10 grand, you can do this. Or was it something that you said, if I were to do a webinar and you guys helped me promote it, how much would that cost? And they kind of had to develop it for your request. Yeah. So two or three years ago when we were doing it, they would have to create it based on our request. Now they all have it as a product and they yeah. sell it as a, as a service. But many of them, we were the first webinar that they did um, in the space. And now they know they can sell it and they sell you know webinars every month. Um, so if they so, don't have So the have opportunity it, here, guys, for those of you that are in a niche, reach out and see, like, do they have that option? A lot of them don't. Like even plumbing and HVAC, for instance, maybe they don't. Maybe in legal, maybe whatever niche you're in, they don't have it. Introduce the idea and say, hey, look, I've got value-added content. You know, how much would what I need to pay in order to put on a webinar? And I'll help promote it. I'll write the emails. I'll show up. I'll create, create the content. Like create that opportunity for yourself. You're going to get access to the list. You're going to get access to the affinity. Um, it's it's, it's going to have a multiple effect for you in terms of positioning and inbound lead flow. Absolutely. I love that. So great examples, great stories here. So kind of going back to the original, actually, you hired this concierge for yourself. That gave you the idea. This is the kind of person I need. This is what I would need them to do day to day. And you then applied that to the leads your clients were getting. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So you said that you're hiring US-based. Is this someone you hire full-time, virtual, like they work from their home? Um, and it, how do you across a number of clients, because you let's say you've got 50, 60, 100 clients on this service, how do you segment that concierge um, in terms of how much time they're spending on this client versus that client versus, you know, whatever? So great questions. So the, the, the hiring of the concierge, yes, they work from home. And the way that we run the job ads, and this was a huge learning for us, we will only hire somebody who already has experience as a professional appointment setter. Mm. So we've discovered that there's actually a subset category within sales. So you've got like salespeople and you've got, you know, high ticket closers and you've got everybody that has their own little niche. There's business development reps that are used to being on the road and meeting people face to face. Well, that right. one of those subcategories is appointment setters and they have built a profession and a career of making cold calls, building rapport and booking appointments and qualifying people. Like that's what they know how to do. So now we only hire people that have at least a year's experience in another role somewhere else where they have been a professional appointment setter. They're North American based. And that way they come to us with the skill set. And most oftentimes they've already gone through a bunch of the sales training, like, uh, you know, Cardone stuff, or they've gone through Jordan Belfort's training or that sort of thing. So they already know, the rough objection handles and stuff like that. And it's unbelievable when you run the job ads, the qualified people that you have coming through and the investment required to get these people on the team is really nominal. So that's how we're building the team. And we're always hiring because either that person's going to come work for us or we can take a qualified candidate and give it to one of our companies uh, or our team members that are looking for a quality hire. So we're constantly 
advertising for those people. So, so I think that the couple key nuggets here, first of all, you've been referring to them as concierge, which is very specific to your mortgage industry. Most of us know them as appointment setters. I think that's an impo yeah. important distinction, right? You're looking yeah. for an appointment setter for your company or for your clients, for the leads that you generate. If you put out an ad for appointment setters, experienced appointment setter, US based, you know, get paid for per appointment scheduled. There's people that that's how they, that's what they consider themselves. There's a whole career track where people are trained appointment center. I think that was an important distinction. Um, can you also talk a little bit about like how much you pay? Is it incentive based? Is it hourly? Is it a salary? Yeah. So the base is super important um, to the appointment setters. They want to know that every two weeks they're getting a paycheck regardless of what happens on the phone because there's, you know, there's good days and bad days. Right. So we give them a base salary for somebody who's newer to the industry that with like a year's experience, we'll set that pay range at between 12 to $15 per hour. Okay. If they're experienced and they're coming to us with more than two years experience, we'll hire between 15 and $17 an hour. Which means, I mean, even for a rock star appointment setter, you're in and around the $40,000 a year range for that right. person. And you, you can hire these people part-time. I don't recommend it. I recommend having somebody full-time totally focused on your business because the amount, of, the amount of opportunity that's out there, these people, everybody comes to me and one of the first objections I get is like, I can't hire, I can't afford to hire somebody. And my response to that is most often we'll do some basic discovery questions with them. But normally the answer is you can't afford not to hire this person. You're not calling your database. You're not making networking calls and setting up your appointments every day. How much money are you leaving on the table? Your concierge should make you at least four times more than you're investing in them in every 30 day period. And you'll know within the first 30 days. So your true risk on hiring somebody is really only a month's worth of that salary to see whether or not they can actually fill your calendar with appointments. So kind of between the $2,500 and $3,500 in one month, if they can get you one additional mortgage or they can get you one additional deal in your agency, they're going to break even in the first couple of months and then be very profitable for you from that point forward. That's right. And one thing that I uh, forgot to mention, so we've been through diff seven different comp plans with our people. And eventually after us trying to figure out what's going to incentivize them, we just got the whole team together on a Zoom call and was like, what would you want if you could design this comp package? And it came back very simple. Like we just want to get bonused per appointment that we book, not appointments that show up, just appointments that we book. And so now we they feel like they can control, right? If I make a hundred of my dials and 10 of them answer and I book five appointments a day, I know that that's a number I can, I can project my income on where I've got this base and this little kicker for every appointment that I book. Yep, that's right. And then, so we pay a bonus of $2 per appointment that they book. Okay. And, and, um, and that's our current comp structure, the way that we have it now. And that was enough to get them excited on the other side where they're like, yeah, that would be great. Yep. So you're not sweating about whether the book shows, you're not, you're not trying to figure out of the ones you booked, how many of them converted because they can't control that part, but they can't control how many people they book in on the calendar. Yeah, that's right. Love it. Love it. So they get a base salary, they get a little bonus for each appointment that they schedule. Um, I see how this applies really well in agencies to like put the follow up with your leads. Still a little unclear if you put that onto, you know, 20 clients, for instance, how do you segment the energy and if you could talk a little bit about how much of it is them calling and how much of it is, is helping to manage the pipeline. Like this is a lead. This is a qualified lead. This is a lead that actually booked in. Um, Absolutely. So the way that we do it is based on, so all of our clients purchase their packages up front and they pay up front for the package that they're on. So we know at the beginning of the month, how many calls we have to service in any given client. So what we do is we assign the client to the dialer. There's a little bit of a nuance there because we try and place them based on personality type of who we think the client is going to have the best relationship with. Hmm. And then looking at their bandwidth on how many calls that they can actually make in any given month. So it's just based at the beginning of the month. We know how many calls we've sold for that given month. 
and we know how much bandwidth each of those appointment setters have. And once they're full, they're full and they have their workload. And then we're onboarding new clients to new concierge agents. Love it. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a brilliant model you've worked out there. The, the bonus, do you guys eat that or does that bonus get incurred to the client as well so that you kind of can control your cost of goods sold? So we, we eat the bonus on our side of things. So if they have a, if they have a great month and the way that we look at it is it's a retention metric for us. We know if they're booking more appointments, that client's going to stick, they're going to pay the next month and they're going to continue on. So we eat that cost on our side. Okay. So there's the, 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 the sales side right there. Like you're calling, you're scheduling appointments, you know, you want to book as many as you can for the client. You know how many calls that client gets. And then you go to the next um, on the logistics side of the equation, which is, you know, updating pipeline flows and things like that. Is there, is it the concierge that does it? Is it some other member or are you just leaning on the automation? So it's the concierge that does it, okay. but everything is, is automation based. So we use a, they move them through the opportunities pipeline. Mm-hmm. And then we have a set list of automations that we've built based on tags. So they'll apply a tag to a contact based on the outcome of the call. And then based on the tag application, whatever automations we want to happen on the other end of it happen as a result of the tag application. Got it. So the concierge has the call. Person says yes. They know to go into the system, tag the contact, move them in the pipeline. And then the next piece, which is did that did that prospect show up with the, the loan officer? Did that like did that person submit an application is the client then responsible for going in and completing that or does that get communicated back to the concierge little little like logistic questions that i'm sure all of the agencies listening have yeah so every two weeks we give a report to our clients and we say here's how many uh, leads or contacts that we have here's how many phone calls we've made here's how many people that we've spoken to and here's how many appointments that we've booked please provide us with an update on these booked appointments. Did they show, did they no show what happened with them? And it's up to the client in order to give us that response back. Um, That is currently a struggle that we have in our agency is getting feedback from the clients on the results uh, that they've gotten from the program. Um, But we badger them every two weeks. And normally what we'll do is we'll try and get them on a call monthly where their account manager actually gets on the phone and does it manually with them. Like here's all the leads, here's all the phone numbers, Let's go through and look at how many applications you actually have in your pipeline and see how many of those have come from the work that we've been doing together. And that's how we try and showcase the value each month to the client. Got it. So in the perfect world, you close the loop. It gets set to closed. You can show them how many, how many loans we processed and how much revenue we generated. But in the real world, which all of us live in, not all the clients do that. And so you can show them how many leads were booked and how many you know, appointments were scheduled. But there's that little question mark still in some cases, which obviously all of us should be working as hard as possible to close to be able to say, you know, yeah, we know exactly what the closed loop is on all of these deals we put into the, into the pipeline. Yeah. So good, man. So such great insights. Um, can you talk? So I, I know we're kind of coming to the end of the hour. You've shared some amazing insights on kind of how you, how you land clients, how you deliver kind of what the, the model looks like. Can we talk a little bit about retention and kind of what you're doing within the agency to create great experience and to retain the, the client base? You've got this amazing business with, I think you said almost 600 active clients, which is phenomenal. Yeah. So retention is an area that I feel we have the most improvement to make within mm. our organization. And so we implemented um, not so long ago, ClickUp, mm. which is... Uh, what we're primarily using it for is we already had our standard operating procedures on how to deliver to the clients, but now we're using ClickUp on relationship uh, checkpoints and how we're building the relationship with the clients and how often we're reaching out. And so there is a one-to-one relationship between the account manager and the client that they're currently working with. And it's their responsibility and part of their daily rocks um, which we take from the entrepreneur operating system and mm-hmm. the wonderful training that we did together with them here in the program, um, 
so we use the EOS system to do the daily rocks and the account managers have daily rocks. And part of that is checking in every day with a certain number of clients so that their clients are hearing from them at least every two weeks. And that's a personalized message one-to-one -one, that's sent to them, either a phone call. If they don't get them on the phone call, then we shoot them a Loom video and it's a specific Loom video about the account. So that's what we've put in place in order to help generate more relationship with the clients. But then I went one step further and I said, my, my account managers having a relationship with the clients is super important, but ultimately our brand is a lot is built around the systems that I've built. I need to be interacting with the clients. I can't do it at scale. So in the executive program, which is where they are hiring their own executive concierge, we've launched a daily support call. So every day between one o'clock and two o'clock Eastern Standard Time, members can show up and they can ask any question about anything that they want. So if they want a custom Google campaign, we'll set it up for them on the call. If they want a specific automation built inside the CRM, we build it right on the call. It's a group call, so everybody can learn, but either myself or one of our team members, we're there every single day supporting the members and supporting uh, that membership. And that's been huge for us because it's really started to build a community within the company that we didn't have before because we're introducing current clients to other clients and they're starting to share with each other. They're starting to learn with each other. And it's really starting to become, uh, to call it a mastermind is generous at this point. But, but you're getting it, that mastermind effect, right? I think no. that's the, if you think about, if you think about client relationship management, it's the, the top of the hierarchy. You kind of go from giving service one-to-one -to, -one to putting them into a group where they're hearing from you and maybe your team members as well to ultimately where they're masterminding amongst each other and the community effect starts to develop where they're getting the results from you. They love your team and your, and your support staff. And then they start to love their, the clients that you have and they become friends, they become allies. And that really puts a great reason for them to stick around in addition to everything else that you're doing. I couldn't have said it better myself. And that's where we're really trying to, to gel our community to work on retention is to build that community within the organization, which we didn't have before. So that's, uh, that's what we're working on for retention. I love it. So, so good. Um, Chris, uh, someone on Facebook is asking um, how you price the executive package, which is the new training where instead of you placing the um, concierge, you're training them and you're high, basically recruiting a concierge, training that concierge and showing them how to do their job well. Exactly. Yep. So we charge a $2,500 setup fee. And then right now the program is $997 a month. So good. Yep. So good. Love it. Well, Chris, this has been amazing. Believe it or not, we had, we had almost a record here with 36 live viewers <laughs> on YouTube watching throughout. Um, great stuff. Great insights. Congratulations on your growth, your success. Um, really your innovative approach to business is I think one of the most impressive things where it's not just set and forget it. You created a program nine years ago, like you're innovating consistently throughout your business, figuring out what the clients need, innovating the service offering to match that and constantly trying to think of how do we, how do we solve the problems and move things forward? Um, kind of as we wrap up, any other nuggets of wisdom you'd share with that agency owner that's trying to get to the, to the next level? So be generating leads every single day. And as soon as you possibly can hire that concierge in your business to make those calls, to set the appointments, get yourself either like in the beginning phases, you're going to have to sell it. But the sooner you can step out of selling the services yourself and having that person's appointment calendar booked for them, it takes you to, it takes you to a different level and it gets you to the point where you can lean back in on your members. You can lean back in on the clients and customers that you have and creating better results, creating better community. And that's where you really start to see the growth. Monthly recurring revenue on every single thing that you sell, never turn your pipeline off and automate the process of putting people into your sales funnel. Love it. Always be, always be generating leads, always be selling, always be Closing, always be innovating, I think is also a core to kind of what you do within your business. Chris, thanks so much for sharing. Thanks so much for coming on. Guys, if you're watching this after the fact, be sure to look Chris up, 
thank him for, for sharing his wisdom. Um, Chris, if somebody did want to learn more about you, connect with you, what would be the best way to do that? Um, so Instagram, uh, and it's at underscore Chris Johnstone. Um, you can also uh, look us up on LinkedIn. Um, there is also, so the executive inner circle com the executive inner circle.com is the website that we've put up to promote the executive so if you're looking at that type of service in your business you can go and check that out and get more information on there um so hopefully that's helpful as well so good chris it's been a pleasure thanks for taking the time uh have an amazing afternoon and uh, we'll talk to you later well dude thanks for having me josh and thanks everybody for listening bye everybody